clarity is really fuel for our creative engine. In other words, what I mean is clarity is really the equivalent of vision, right? When you have a vision for your life, you're clear on what you want to create in your life. When you have a vision for your relationship, you're clear on what you want to create in your relationship. When you have a vision for your family, it is clarity that you have on what you want the dynamic of your family to look like in the future. Welcome to A Changed Mind, a journey into the topics that matter to you most. From the neuroscience and spirituality of mindset and personal growth to groundbreaking strategies for health, wealth, and relationships, to open and honest conversations about pressing global issues such as the environment, censorship, corporate capture, and democracy. Each and every episode reminds us of the certainty of the goodness of the future and provides the teachings, tools, and timeless wisdom inspiring you to create real lasting change in your life and in the world. If you've been desiring a sanctuary for your spirit, a place to go to tune out the distraction, negativity, and doom and gloom so that you can tap into the deep power, the vibrancy, and the potential you have inside, you're in the right place. Welcome to A Changed Mind. Hey, it's David. Just a quick interruption to your normally scheduled podcast. I've got an incredible opportunity for you. Big announcement that my book is now live on Amazon, A Changed Mind, Go beyond self-awareness, rewire your brain, and re-engineer your reality. If you've been wanting to take your personal growth to the next level, maybe you've done the self-help thing, but you're still feeling more stress or overwhelm or anxiety in your life, maybe you've gotten to the next level of financial security or growth in your relationships or health or your business, but you've hit a new ceiling and you're really wanting to understand how to identify the resistance that is still inside of you that's shaping your experience of life and to let it all go and transform it so that you can truly feel free emotionally, spiritually, financially, and achieve your full potential, you've got to check out this book. I spent the last 18 months pouring all of the teachings, philosophies, tools, even processes that I've never taught before that have helped me go from a life where I was literally struggling to survive to a life now that I love in a system that lets me materialize the vision I have for my business, my family, my world, without the hustle and grind and putting my spiritual growth and well-being first. So if you've been wanting a treasure map to the emotional and material promised land that life has waiting for you, take a minute to jump on over to Amazon, grab yourself a copy of A Changed Mind, or better yet, grab a couple of copies and give them as gifts to your loved ones The feedback is already coming in. People are saying this is one of the most practical and powerful personal development books they've ever read, and I get it because everything that's in this book is exactly what I went through, what I learned, and what I used to change my mind. Check it, grab yourself a copy, and now on to your regularly scheduled podcast episode. Hey, it's David Bear. Welcome back to A Changed Mind, a place designed to be a sanctuary for your human spirit, where I will remind you each and every episode of the certainty of the goodness of the future. I am your host, your friend, your guide, David Bayer. I am so excited about getting into this episode with you. I'm going to be throwing some things down, laying them down. You'll be picking them up around a very important topic, which is really the key to creation And we get a lot of emails from people who request that I talk about a variety of different topics. And frankly, I was shocked at how many people had requested me to go deep into this episode on clarity. Clarity does not feel like that exciting of a topic. But you know what? Now that I think about it, out of the thousands of coaching conversations that I've had and interactions 
with people at our live events or our clients or just the communication that I have with people on a daily basis, even outside of our business, it seems like people want more clarity, more clarity around what the vision for their life looks like, more clarity on their purpose, more clarity around the type of relationship they want to have, more clarity around the type of business that they want to create, not only clarity on what they want to create, but clarity on how to get there. And so I'm going to be breaking down clarity like you've never heard it broken down before. And if you have listened to one of my episodes before and you love them, or if you listen to this episode and you love it, do me a favor, subscribe to the podcast platform that you listen on. Leave me a a review and a rating. I read all of them. If you're joining me on YouTube, you've got some questions or something resonates with you, drop me a comment, subscribe to the channel. We're going to get into something that is really the nucleus of creating any kind of change that you want to have in your life. It's at the core of everything the great teachers taught, everything we understand around neuroscience, behavioral psychology, and it is this topic of clarity. And I don't know about you, but I have had plenty of chapters in my life where I felt stuck. And if I really look at it, it's because I didn't have one thing and one thing only, which was clarity. If you are not clear on what it is that you want to create in your life, or you don't have a plan to actually create the change, whether it's making more money or healing your body or eliminating your anxiety or attracting your soulmate or how to improve the relationship that you're in or the type of business that you want to start if you want to start a business or how you're actually going to grow the business that you're in or maybe you've plateaued in your business, you feel stuck, don't you? I mean, if you really look at what is behind feeling stuck, it's that we don't have clarity on how to move forward. And clarity is really fuel for our creative engine. In other words, what I mean is clarity is really the equivalent of vision, right? When you have a vision for your life, you're clear on what you want to create in your life. When you have a vision for your relationship, you're clear on what you want to create in your relationship. When you have a vision for your family, it is clarity that you have on what you want the dynamic of your family to look like in the future. Clarity is at the core of creation. It's almost like imagination, right? When you have clarity in the moment on something, you're imagining it. And so you're starting to build neural networks in your brain. You're starting to build a memory of a future that has not happened yet. Clarity is the engine that gets this whole creative process going that allows you to tune into the thoughts, the ideas, to start to alter your perception of the experiences that you're having so you're paying attention to those things that are in alignment with the clarity. And so the question is, how can we rewire our brains to be more clear? How can we be more clear on a consistent basis? How can we get superhuman clarity, right? Like if you were Dr. Xavier and you could read people's minds, what if you're like, forget that. I just want to have almost omnipotent, omniscient-like clarity around what it is I'm meant to do and how I'm going to do it. That's what we're going to be talking about today. And The mistake that most people make whenever they're trying to get clear on something they're not clear on is the same mistake we make in the way that we're approaching all things in our life. We think we have to figure it out. We think we have to hustle. We think we have to grind. Uh, We think there's some like magic pill strategy for becoming more clarity or we start comparing ourselves to other people who we think have achieved or created what we want to achieve or create in our life. We're like, well, let me just see what, what they're doing and we end up designing this Uh, false, egoic sort of image of what our life should be like because we're just borrowing it from our observation of others. And the key 
to having clarity is not actually figuring anything out. It's identifying what is creating the blockage inside of you that the natural clarity that you are entitled to and that you have access to is not occurring. I'm going to repeat that. If you want to have more clarity in your life, and my recommendation is you do because clarity is the same as vision and imagination. It is the fuel for the whole creative engine of creating an extraordinary life and achieving your full potential. It's about identifying what's blocking the clarity. Clarity is naturally there for us. Now, in different degrees, I'm going to get into that. We make a big mistake, and one of the biggest blockages that people have is thinking that they should be clearer than they are. It's one of the biggest limiting beliefs is that we don't have the level of clarity that we should. Right? But being able to access more vision is about creating space inside of you so that you can receive the vision, so that you can receive the clarity. And this is a very, I've talked about the geocentric model versus the heliocentric model in other episodes, how up until the 1500s, we thought the earth was the center of the solar system. And so the mathematics was all bad. And then good old Copernicus came along and said, wait a minute, the sun is the center of the solar system. Now all the mathematics made sense. We've all been operating our lives according to this very bad mathematical geocentric model where we think we've got to go acquire something outside of us in order to move forward. And the truth is, no, there's actually something inside of you that's creating blockage, that's preventing you from having more clarity. So we're going to take a look at what this resistance is that is the only thing preventing you from having more clarity in your life. Generally, there are, there are two types of clarities that people are looking for. One is a clarity around what you want. Right. So oftentimes we become so addicted to this life that we have that is less than fulfilling that we don't really know what we want. We're not clear on it, right? We're so focused on, I don't like my job. I'm tired of being alone. I don't like my relationship. I need more money. I'm tired of financial insecurity. I'm tired of not sleeping well. I'm tired of not experiencing the type of vibrancy and health that I want in my body. We don't have clarity on what we do want, especially when we get into conversations around like purpose, or what we would call spiritual vision. And we're going to talk about how you can actually get clear on that too. So one is an absence of clarity on what you want. Another is how to actually create it or achieve it, right? The how. So clarity on the what and clarity on the how. And when you don't have clarity, you feel stuck. Are you with me? So I'll give you some examples. Maybe you would like to have a more joyful experience of life but you're not clear on what that would look like for you. And so you know that you're unhappy or dissatisfied or that you're experiencing anxiety or overwhelm and you want more joy, but you're not clear on what that would look like. And the fact that you're not clear on what that would look like pretty much 100% guarantees that you're not going to create, <laughs> create it in your life, right? And so you end up maintaining the status quo of your life, stress, anxiety, overwhelm, a job you don't love, a financial situation that you don't prefer, and therefore not having a more joyful experience of life, right? Or for example, you may want to be in an extraordinary relationship with someone, but you don't actually have clarity on what that person looks like. I can't tell you how many times when I ask people, what do you want? They say, I don't know, right? And then you may actually get clear on who your soulmate is. I did that back in December 2012. I made a decision that I was going to meet a beautiful, intelligent, entrepreneurial running mate who was a Colombian woman, and I was going to make her my wife. And 10 days later, I met Carol Gutierrez Bayer, who is now my wife. So I had the clarity. But I didn't know how, right? 
And oftentimes the moment we get clear on what we want, we're like, well, shit, how do I actually find a beautiful Colombian woman who's intelligent and entrepreneurial who wants to run hard with me? (laughs) Right? So those are the two areas. What do you want and how are you going to create it? And so I'm going to start with the biggest limiting belief or block that is preventing the clarity in those two areas, some area of your life where you you want to get clear on what you want, and then maybe an area where you're clear or areas where you're clear, but you don't know how to create what you now desire for your life. And that is this limiting belief that I hear so often when I ask people what they want, and they say, I have no idea. So beliefs are very, very powerful. Your brain is a goal-achieving machine. And what tends to happen with this quirky species called the human being that you and I are is that we have this idea that unless we've got godlike insights <laughs> in full color into every detail of either what it is we want or how we're going to create it, Unless we have absolute, which by the way, is unachievable, omniscient, omnipotent clarity around the thing, our default response is, I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm just not clear. And we end up hypnotizing ourselves into confusion, into a lack of clarity. In other words, like Henry Ford said, the man who thinks he can and the man who thinks he can't are both right. If you believe that you have no idea, even the thoughts and ideas that do reside within your consciousness will not become consciously available to you because you've decided that you have no idea. And the truth is that we never have no idea, right? You have some idea of what would improve your life. You have some idea of the change that you're looking for. Right now, I'm just talking about what it is you want. I'd even argue that once you have an idea, for example, that uh, you would like to discover what your purpose is or how to align the work that you're doing in the world with something that's meaningful and passionate for you, right? One one next level of clarity would be to say, uh, and I'd like it to provide me with financial abundance, right? It's like, oh, do you want to be broke doing your purpose or do you want to be abundant doing your purpose? But again, because... Oftentimes, we don't have this full spectrum idea of every single detail around what it is that we want. We default back into, I have no idea. And that's a limiting belief. It's simply not true. In fact, I don't believe that you can have an awareness that you even want change in your life without having some idea of what that change is. You wouldn't even desire a change if you had no idea. And the fact that you're motivated and inspired to create some change means that there's some level of clarity there. And you're going to see here in a moment that establishing that clarity is what actually gives you access to the next level. So what is the number one thing that is blocking almost all of us from next level clarity and either what we want in our life or how we're going to create it? It's this limiting belief, this self-hypnotic incantation that unless we're 100% clear, which by the way, we never are, anyone who's ever achieved any level of success has had to walk in part by something called faith through the unknown as the clarity unfolded over time, we believe that we need to actually be clear on all of it. Otherwise, we have no idea. 
So that's the first step in rewiring your brain for clarity and starting to remove the blockages that are preventing you from being able to have optics, vision, imagination into the next level of what is actually waiting for you, your destiny, the change that you're looking for, is stop with this mantra of I have no idea, okay? Replace it with something like, I got some idea. I got an idea. Here's the idea that I have. Now, <clears throat> once we remove the saran wrap of that, uh, the, the blindfold of the, the limitation of this limiting belief that I have no idea as a result of some idea that we have that we have to be crystal clear on everything, otherwise we just don't know it all, let's take a look at how you can use the experiences of your life right now to get even clearer on the first piece of clarity, which is what you want, right? The change that you want, the new creation that you want. Now, the reason why you might feel like you struggle with clarity or you say, I don't know, is just simply because you haven't flexed that muscle in a long, long time. One of my early private coaching clients was a professional major league baseball player. He played in the league for 11 years. I caught him in the middle of his 10th year. We started working together. He decided in his 11th year he was going to retire. And so he, one of the things he wanted support on was my helping him get clear on what he was going to do after retirement. And so I said, look, Jamie, you know, you've had all of this extraordinary success. You've stashed away this giant nest egg of cash. Uh, you already live in your dream home. You've got an amazing family. There's so much you could be doing moving forward. Really, the world is your oyster. What are some ideas that you have about what you might want to do next? And he said, you know, I really don't know. I don't, I don't really have any idea. And then when I said, well, kind of what's in your vision? What is it you imagine doing after uh, you retire from the league? And he got very emotionally started crying. And... I asked him, I said, hey, what's making you so emotional? And he says, I feel so broken that I don't know what I want. So it's important to understand that it's normal to not know what you want. Now, we can change that and you can get clarity on what you want. I'm going to give you a great strategy for that here in a moment. But again, the idea is let's take the pressure off of ourselves. We don't have to have perfect clarity. So let's stop with this, I have no idea. And if you're feeling a little bit challenged or struggling with getting clear on what you want, that's okay. I remember when I was probably uh, six months, maybe a year into my drug and alcohol and pornography addiction recovery. And it was a Sunday afternoon. I had gone to the Sunday 12-step meeting in the morning. And then I had the whole afternoon ahead of me. I remember I had lunch with some of the guys from my 12-step meeting and I was driving home and I was thinking, okay, it's 11 o'clock. I got the whole rest of the day ahead of me. What do I want to do? And I ended up going home and having a mini breakdown. I was emotional, just like Jamie, the major league baseball player, because I thought I've got so many options of what I could want, but I don't know what I want. And I thought to myself, you know, I could go to the park, I could walk the dog, I could, you know, at that time I was in a transition of friends because I wasn't hanging out with the people I used to hang out with. I could go for a hike, I could go to the gym, I could drive to the beach, I could go to a movie, but I had a very hard time deciding. And the reason for that is because so many of us, when we were younger, when we were children, we didn't have sovereignty in choosing what we wanted to do. You know, oftentimes we were put in a, you know, a sport or uh, uh, training with a musical instrument. Um, 
And our parents who were well-meaning, right, oftentimes, sometimes our parents weren't well-meaning, so there's that too. But I can just speak from my own experiences. You know, oftentimes I would come to my parents and say, hey, I want to do this. And then they would sort of convince me I didn't want to do it. They'd say, no, you don't really want to do that. Let's do this instead. And so that childlike curiosity and openness around desire becomes neutered at a very early age. And then that just becomes reinforced through the industrialization of the school system and the educational system. And then we move into the workforce. And some of that is changing now, uh, in particularly with alternative educational systems and so much of a migration into entrepreneurship um, or intrapreneurship as opposed to just working your nine to five. But life supports you in you no longer flexing that muscle of knowing what you want. So it's it's not unusual as you get into this conversation, the conversation of a changed mind, the conversation of having a powerful living experience, of having a more expansive life, that you go through this stage where you become aware that like, wow, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure how to want. And so we can use our existing life as training wheels to get back into desire. And deciding. You know, I went from 10 years ago not knowing even what I wanted to do on that Sunday afternoon, let alone what I wanted to do with my life or the type of relationship I wanted to have or the impact that I wanted to make in the world or the person that I wanted to be. I started using what I didn't enjoy in my life as a springboard for getting clear on what I did want. And so this is one of the few times I'd recommend inventory what you're experiencing in your life right now that you don't like, right? And then the opposite of that is truly what you want. If you don't like the experience of being on medications and anxiety, then what you want is to develop calmness and centeredness inside of yourself and to get off of medications, right? If what you don't want is the constant friction and and arguing in your personal relationship or a cycle of toxic relationships that you've been in, then what you want is to have an intimate, passionate, connected relationship with someone who shares your values and shares your vision and who's willing to work on themselves, right? If what you're experiencing right now is that, you know, your bank account is short at at the end of every month, then what you want is to have financial abundance, perhaps an opportunity to earn income outside of your current job, potentially a raise or a different career opportunity. That's what you want. So one of the hacks or strategies to use as you strive to create more clarity around what it is that you want in your life is to look at the life you have and what you don't prefer about it and to use that as the contrast and to identify some form of the opposite that becomes your desire, right? So so often people say, yeah, you know, I really want to be in an intimate relationship with someone or a soulmate, but I don't really know what that looks like. It's like, well, do an inventory of all the dates that you've been on with people who you aren't your soulmate and just identify what the opposite qualities are of those people. So this is the way that we can establish more clarity around what it is that we want. We use what we don't want that we've been experiencing that oftentimes we become addicted to paying attention to because our desire muscle has atrophied and it's much easier to just talk about what we don't want. We use all of that material to get clear on what we do want. So then, now that we have clarity on what we want, so we've got a destination, 
right? So we can start charting a course to it. And again, that's why clarity is so important because how are you going to get to a destination if you're not even clear on where it is? The next piece is the how. And here's where it's important to give a little bit of space because the clarity around how is an unfolding that takes place over time. By the way, the clarity on the what, meaning what you desire, is also an unfolding that takes place over time. The desires that I had and the clarity around it you know, 10 years ago are very different than the desires I have today. So it's important to understand that this whole process is an unfolding. But the how can be achieved by, number one, asking powerful questions. And so I asked myself, who do I need to be in order to attract a beautiful, intelligent Colombian woman and make her my wife? And so I sat down and I started writing out who I needed to be. I needed to be somebody who was not self-centered. I needed to be somebody who was giving because that was the type of person that I wanted to be with. I needed to be somebody who presented himself well, right? I wanted to meet a beautiful woman. I needed to show up as a well-presented man. Very different than how I'm showing up if you're watching on YouTube right now. But I've already attracted my soulmate, so the rest of it is out the window, right? Or asking questions around what might I be passionate about doing that could also earn me additional income, right? Or maybe what you desire is to have a more relaxed experience of life. What are some things that I can get off of my plate so that I have more space for self-care and time for myself? Questions are very, very powerful because your brain is like a search engine. And the quality of the question you ask is going to determine the quality of the answer you receive. When you ask a question, essentially what you're directing the brain to do is to search the database of all of your known experiences and come back with an answer, with a search result. And so if you're asking yourself a question like, why does it work out for other people and it never works out for me? You're going to get a shitty answer, right? Because other people have figured out how to do things or are better than you than you are. You're not good enough and you're not as far along as you should be. But if you ask high quality questions, this can begin to unpack additional clarity on the how, right? It becomes the bridge between the desire you have right now and the clarity around it and the materialization of that desire into your life. What's also important is to give it some space. Clarity is like, uh, like a fog. <laughs> and so one of the things that I encourage people to do is don't pressure yourself to have clarity that doesn't exist for you right now, but be willing to establish the clarity that does, right? So when you think about it, if you drive in a fog and you can see about 10 feet in front of you, what do you do to access more visual clarity? You move forward another 10 feet. Well, the same thing applies to clarity of the mind. If you want to have more clarity than the clarity that you have right now, establish the clarity that exists that then pushes you on to the leading edge of what you're clear about and the next 10 feet of clarity becomes available to you, right? So this is how over time, and it requires patience, right? You can't suffocate it, that you give the opportunity for the vision to unfold for you, for clarity to occur. And I think that's the mistake a lot of people make. As soon as you get clear on what it is you want, now all of a sudden we move into, but I don't know how, and we start pressuring it. We move into that hustle, that grind, that figuring it out. And if you just relax around it, you'll be able to access even more clarity. 
I talk about clarity as almost like a neighborhood cat, right? Like not an indoor cat, but an outdoor cat. And you'd like to develop a friendship with the cat. Maybe not if you're not a cat person, but you'd like to develop a friendship. And so finally, the the cat comes up and allows you to pet it. That's the clarity as it starts to unfold. And then you pressure the cat too much. You think now you've got a trusted relationship and then you scare the cat off, right? By being too aggressive (laughs) with your friendliness. That's sort of the same thing that we do with clarity. We pressure when clarity starts to show up, clarity too much, that pressure is attention. It moves us into a contracted state. And then we don't have that space available inside of us. And so patience is very, very important. Questions are very, very important. And asking, right? Asking is like prayer, right? Desire for more clarity. If you don't have clarity, ask and you shall what? Receive. And so there were a Plenty of times in our business, as Carol and I were building it, that we got to a point where we didn't have clarity about either, number one, what would be the next thing for us to do that felt aligned and purpose-driven, or number two, strategically how to execute on it. And so we would move into asking or prayer, right? I am open and available to more clarity and more insights around what we should be doing. I'm open and available for more clarity and more insights on how to achieve this goal or this outcome that I have become clear on. And then you become patient. And again, this is not an encouragement to do nothing. As you start to have thoughts and ideas, as the clarity starts to unfold, it's your responsibility to be a steward and instrument for that clarity via the mechanism of action in order to materialize that which has become clear, meaning the vision or your imagination, into the world. But it needs to come from an inspired place. You can pressure your clarity too much. Clarity is on its own timeline. Especially when you have already removed the resistance of, I have no idea, and you're utilizing these other tools in order to gain clarity. You're looking at what you don't prefer in your experience, knowing the opposite is what you desire. You're asking powerful questions, and now you're allowing this unfolding of clarity in your life, moving forward over time with patience from an inspired place, right? But the pressure that you put on it will prevent the clarity from occurring. My grandfather had this little toy on his coffee table called the Chinese finger trap. It was a little straw device, and you'd put your fingers into both ends. And as a little kid, I'd start pulling to get my fingers out and both ends would just tighten even more aggressively around my fingers. That's sort of what happens. You cut yourself off, you suffocate yourself from the clarity that's always available to you. And so we need to go back to the core principles, right? Relax, enjoy, have vision, allow vision, be open and have space. And when you do that, when you know that clarity is your birthright, it's not something that you have to seek outside of yourself, that all the answers are inside of you, and that if you want to have superhuman-like clarity and rewire your brain for clarity, it's about removing the resistance that's there, I guarantee that no matter what it is, whether it's more optics into the more expansive life that you want to create, whether it's in your health or your relationships or your wealth or your business or your emotional experience of life or your spiritual development or your purpose, not only knowing what you want, but how you're going to be able to create that is something that is just moments away from occurring for you, right? It doesn't take a long time to get clear, but it can take a lifetime if you allow the resistance to continue to be in place. So 
That's the way to have superhuman-like clarity. Again, if you love this episode, if it's been helpful for you, if you've been wanting to get clear about something and no one's broken down clarity for you in a way that you could framework and understand and you enjoyed the episode and it was useful, leave me a comment, leave me a review. I read all of them. Subscribe to the channel and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, it's David. One more thing. If you want to go even deeper on everything we've talked about on today's episode, don't forget to jump over to www.davidbear.com. You can find the link in the show notes and subscribe to our newsletter. A couple of times a week, I'm going to be sending you the latest episodes that we've released along with additional free trainings. You'll get immediate access to my free MindHack ebook and go even deeper into all the tools, the technologies, and the frameworks that have helped tens of thousands of people establish a changed mind. Don't forget to jump on over to the site and I will see you in the next episode.